friend, in this episode, I'm going to share three things to boost your online presence. In today's digital age, having a strong online presence has become crucial for individuals, businesses, and brands. Whether you're a fitness or health coach, an aspiring influencer, a small business owner, a robust online presence can open doors to countless opportunities and extra income. In this episode, we will explore the reasons why boosting your online presence is essential and of course, some action steps that you can implement right away. Let's start with the the three things that you will gain when you invest in your online presence. Number one, your online presence will reach a wider audience. Number two, your online presence will build credibility and trust. Three, your online presence will expand networking opportunities. All right, well, let's start with number one. Your online presence will reach a wider audience. Social media platforms like Instagram provide a global stage where you can showcase your talents, your products, ideas to thousands and even millions of potential followers or customers. And in order to reach a wider audience, you need to consistently engage with your audience through compelling content. When I was a health coach and fitness trainer, I felt limited in how many people I could schedule in a day. I was working long days and I was making good money, but I had very little time off. And Los Angeles is a expensive place to live. I was not even able to save money. And I really enjoyed working with my clients, but it did not feel sustainable. At the time, I did not have a digital product like online coaching, on-demand videos, or a fitness or nutrition app. I was not using my Instagram to reach a larger audience, but if I had to do it all over again, I would have. What do you currently offer to your audience? Or if you don't have digital products yet, what would you like to create? All right, now let's think about an action step. You need a content plan, right? You need to post consistently. You know that, you keep hearing that. But let me tell you that it's more important to be consistent than frequent. Think about a starting point and a goal to work towards. Just to give you an example, you don't go from not working out to being active seven days a week, right? So start with an attainable goal that you can stick to. And when that becomes a habit and feels easy, you add more. If you can only commit to posting, let's say two times a week, then do that. If at some point that becomes easy, commit to three to four posts. And if you can, I would recommend creating those posts once a week, like in one go. So you have them ready. So you don't have to think about it. It doesn't take up headspace every day. Just schedule in some time to get in content creation mode, get the juices flowing and get it done. All right, moving on to your online presence will build credibility and trust. When people come across your profile, they form perceptions, right? Based on your content engagement and overall brand image by consistently sharing high quality content, demonstrating your expertise 
and interacting with your audience in a genuine and authentic manner. You establish yourself as a credible and trustworthy figure. Now, this can lead to valuable collaborations, partnerships, and opportunities that can further enhance your online presence. I remember when I published my cookbook, Models Do Eat, in 2019, I received some DMs from companies that asked for collabs. It was exciting to see that this boost of an online presence of me talking about the book and sharing about the content of the book helped me get more interest from a new audience and brands. Now, you don't need to publish a cookbook to get that attention, but that at the time was my offer. That was something I was excited about. That was what I wanted to share about. And that was my message to the world. I wanted to contribute in that way. The, the bottom line here is share what you're excited about. Share what you're passionate about. Don't hold back on giving away some things that may be part of your service or digital offer. Give your audience really valuable gift and make them feel that you're giving things away for free that they would have paid for. It makes them feel you're not just in it for the money. You truly care. We don't just buy from people that have great products and offers. We also buy because we feel connected to the person that has created it and we like that person. So the more you can be invested in creating an emotional connection and sharing about your values and sharing about your passion and sharing some personal things that make people feel connected to you, you will be better at selling. All right, that brings us to number three. Your online presence will expand networking opportunities. In the digital world, networking has taken on a whole new meaning. With just a few clicks, you can connect with like-minded individuals, industries, professionals, potential clients, or collaborations from around the world. By actively participating in relevant communities, joining industry-specific groups, and engaging in conversation, you can expand your network exponentially. Those connections can lead to mentorship opportunities, collaborations, job offers, and valuable insights that contribute to your personal and professional growth. Yeah, this is a really good one. I have made really good friends on Instagram. I have made extra money on Instagram. I have gotten jobs out of Instagram. I have a fun story to share with you. A Japanese tea company reached out to me and asked if I wanted to try their tea and if I liked it, if I wanted to do a review on my Instagram. I said, absolutely. I love tea. I actually have never like been a fan of coffee. I drink tea all day, every day. Send it over. And yes, I would love to do a review. So I get the tea. I make the tea. I sip the tea. I spit the tea out. I'm like, no way. This is disgusting. Oh, what the heck? How could they ruin a tea? My goodness. I was so disappointed and I was just amazed that I did not like the tea. I was like, what's wrong with this tea? Now, 
there were a couple of things wrong with the tea, in my opinion. It had stevia in it, which I, I don't think is necessary to put a sweetener in a tea because, first of all, I don't like stevia. I know a whole lot of people do, but I prefer to choose my own sweetener if I want to. And maybe I don't, right? Second, there was seaweed in it. The Japanese tea company had the best intentions to make seaweed and the health benefits more available to the U.S., but it had a really awful aftertaste. So that was just not sitting well with me. And then the third thing was there was a a flowery essence that I didn't like when the tea was hot. I could only drink it and enjoy it when it was cold. So anyhow, I emailed the company and I said, hey, I am so sorry. I am not going to be able to do this collaboration. I don't like the tea, but I do know how to fix this tea. So here's a recipe. And as someone that is a recipe maker, just published a cookbook, they really appreciated me taking the time to actually revise their recipe. And they emailed me back and said, hey, how can we continue working with you? We really appreciate your input. And I was really surprised by their response because I didn't I just say, no, I'm, we're not going to do this collab. And then it made me think, okay, cool. If you want me to work with you, let me develop your flavors. Let me be a tea flavor developer. And they said, okay, we'll pay you. And yes, please help us create amazing tea flavors. So I did. And did I ever do that before? No, but I love tea. I know what tastes good. I know what will sell. I know what's popular. I was excited. I was really honored and a little nervous, of course. But this opportunity led me to work with that company for 14 months. Not only did they need me for their flavor development, but they also needed someone to take the lead in the US. And so I did. I helped them with the website, social media content. I even created a commercial for them. So I did things that I had not done before, but I did it with so much passion. And every time I didn't know how to do something, I would figure it out. So it was not just a great paid gig. It was a great learning opportunity because it gave me a lot of confidence to do other things and to reach out to other brands and companies. I hope this story inspires you to rediscover the magic of Instagram, to not think of it as a must do or a burden, but really think of it as a magical place where really amazing collaborations, connections, meetings, friendships can happen. And I obviously love hearing from you on my Instagram account. So please DM me if you have listened to this episode. Tell me what you've learned. Tell me what you will implement or the one thing that really stood out to you. Thank you so much for listening. It has been fun to hang out for a little while until the next episode.